Hey everybody, welcome to Random Player Analysis here with Anthony Urgenziano. We're going to start something new today and uh, just kind of came off the top of my head. Uh, the Major League Player Pool in terms of free agency is super saturated with analysis. Uh, if you go to MLB Trade Rumors, other great sites, um, fan graphs, there's tons of uh, coverage and retrospective analysis on the merits of deals made. Uh, today's January 28th, so just a couple of days ago, it was the JT Real Muto contract, Tommy Listella, three years, $19 million to join the Giants. Uh, but, you know, here, here to do something new, so at a random, uh, random player analysis, we're going to uh, pick a random MLB organization, random number generator from 1 to 30. Uh, we go East, Center, West, AL, and then NL, and we go in order of standings to the previous year, and we're going to just cut through a player's data on the internet to see if we can learn more about a less heralded um, minor league baseball player. So uh, eventually we'll do some guessing games. If you can predict what team that I randomly generate, I'll give you some uh, maybe a chance to talk on the show or some free uh, some free merch or something cool. Um, we don't have any of that merch yet. Obviously, we're just starting up. But um, for example, let's run it right through the generator right now. A number between one and thirty. And the number is 29. There we go. So 29 is the AL East Center West, NL uh, East Center West, NL West. And we need the second to last place team in the division. And I believe this past season that was Colorado. But let me check the MLB standings on that. 2020 MLB standings. The Rockies indeed were 26 and 34. 17 games back. Wow. Of the Dodgers. That's crazy. Um... Yeah, so let's let's take a look at the Rockies depth, and um, then let's pick a number between one and three. Um, one being A ball, two being double A, three being triple A. Let's see what that comes out to. All right, now one is the number, so that means uh, single A, right? And the final thing we're gonna do is we're gonna do numbers one through thirteen. Um, so one, we're going to do it like a deck of cards. So one ace, essentially, jack, queen, king, and ten are going to be pitchers. And then two through nine are the regular positions. Two is catcher, three is first base, etc. We want to have a decent percentage of pitchers in here. So we're going to do that. So let me go back, turn one through 13. Remember, one, 10, 10 11, 12, 13 are all pitcher and the rest are their pos the positions of interest. Get your number, number three. So we're gonna analyze a first baseman in the Padres organization at the A-ball level. So we can get that done. Let's go to, now I'm here on Fangraphs and just the leaderboards for minor league stats. And um, I'm also gonna hit up minor graphs. It's a great website. Um, basically, tells, gives you a little bit more in-depth graphics on uh, the merits and recent performance of um, of minor leaguers, which is not as easy to find. But they've done an amazing job of compiling it. So let's just get in here and get to the Padres single A ball. And for our purposes, we're gonna have to extend it because there's a plus. There's there's a full season A, and then there's obviously um, short season. So let's just pick any of them. 
Let's go to the uh, Rockies, excuse me. The Asheville Tourists, Asheville, North Carolina. I believe that's in the mountains. And let's pick a first baseman. Position three. All right. So, yeah, interesting. So I think I'm most interested. So we have three options. We have Chad Spamberger, 25-year-old. And I'm going to go with Chad Spamberger. Chan Chad Spamberger, let's give some background on this guy. He is a lefty hitter, 6'3", 235. Sixth round pick in 2017, um, ETA of 2021, um, and his most recent season. Um, I'm actually looking at the wrong year here. Uh oh, is my first thing a fraud? I'm on 2018. See, and you know what? And Spamberger has already been he's already been acquired by the Blue Jays, and he's you know he did pretty well. He had a uh, 108. Runs created, uh, way to run created plus, excuse me, in double A. So I don't know if that really shows major league prospects, especially at his age, but raw power of 70s, really impressive. However, let's go back to our credentials here. We want to make sure that somebody is a Royal, I mean, excuse me, Rocky. And there's only one. There's only one, and well, you know what? I think he's a pretty sizable prospect. And he is the currently 21-year-old Grant Levine, lefty first baseman in the Rockies organization. He has a future value expectation of just 40. The 15th ranked prospect in the system and the 42nd overall pick in the draft in 2018. Grant Levine has played two full minor league seasons, one and a half after being drafted. And uh, let's cut. Let's cut up the stats on Grant Levine. All right. So let's take a look at Grant's situation here. Um, you know, Grant was drafted out of high school, and he played rookie ball in 2018 and played extremely well. Uh, the power didn't really fill out, but to give you the bottom line, six homers, 38 ribbies. More importantly, 17.4% walk rate, 15.5% strikeout rate, a batting average of 350, which, again, you could talk about that not being the most robust, um, necessarily, uh, measurement. However, the on-base at, at 477 and the slug at 519 for a weighted runs created plus of 160 in rookie ball. So he certainly was ready for rookie ball. Um, you know, Grant Levine obviously looks like a really good, really good uh, prospect relative to the other, you know, first year entrance into professional ball in rookie ball in 2018. And he spent the most, he spent all of 2018 there, 59 games. However, he was promoted to A ball in 2019. Played 126 games. And what we saw was that ISO, which was at 170, I didn't mention, dropped to 0 0.091. Uh, so. The difference, essentially, for those at home, the difference between his slugging percentage and his batting average was merely 9.1 percentage points. Um, so his on base was 347, his average was 236. Excuse me, his slugging was 327, his average was 236. So really struggled to impact the baseball. Um, and we're going to take a look at minor graphs after this. Right now we're still on the fan graphs page. 
we're going to take a look at minor graphs and get a better understanding of if we could figure out what in his profile caused the power sap and whether or not he's still just undeveloped. He is 6'4", 220 pounds, so we expect the physical, the kind of his, his we expect his physical maturity to already be well down the line. So um, I, I suppose you could get even bigger. And so what we'll do is we'll hit minor graphs. We'll try to figure out what we can about his background. And then from there, we're going to hit up some video because there's nothing better than checking out how a player does and what a swing looks like. And, you know, for, for those at home, I'm going to have the links to every site I've accessed related to Grant Levine today in the comments or in the description. And uh, I think that'll be a really great way to manage this. So you'll get all the links that I'm seeing. Um, and I'll just put them in in the order that I'm looking at them. And as, as we go on with this show, we have more and more players and... Hopefully we have some cool patterns going and can have some equity across different clubs. Uh, then, then we'll continue. Uh, then we'll get better at it. Um, but let's get over to, again, minor graphs on prospectslive.com, which is a great website. Um, let's type in Grant Levine, Colorado Rockies. And let's take a look at what he's got. Wow. Yeah, he's about a year and a half younger than I am at this point, so... Incredible. So let's take a look at exactly best part by far um, is is the um, the rolling averages feature here, um, as well as the spray chart data. I mean, this is stuff that you can't find anywhere. I don't know where they get it. Whether they scrape it from TrackMan or they have access elsewhere, um, I have to look into where they get it. It's incredible work. Um, but let's look at Grant Levine's spray chart starting in 2019 and ending in 2019. Let's take a look and it'll tell us what type of hits and they correspond to each color. So it looks like so purple are outs the blues are singles, obviously, and then the, not obviously, if you haven't been on this site before, the greens are doubles, the pinks are homers, and um, he doesn't have any triples on here, but I believe those are yellow. I have to check again. Um, but, yeah, well, let's take a look. It looks like all of his homers were to the pull side. So he had um, seven homers in 2019. They were all to the pull side. He had one that just about dead center, only 393 feet, and... Uh, you know, Levine playing in Asheville, I believe we said. Um, that is a pretty mountainous area, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not going to make assumptions about a place I've never been, but um, that is interesting that the, his longest homer looks like it was around 390 feet. So he really didn't impact the baseball in terms of maximum distance. Again, his largest... Homer was 393 feet to dead center. Um, he did have a bunch of singles, um, and, and he really distributes those really well across the diamond, and that is corroborated by, um, if we go back to his um, pull center oppo stats, he excels at hitting the ball the opposite way. Two straight seasons in the minor leagues at 37.1 and 37.3% oppo percentage. Um, 
and um, in 2019 he increased his pull percentage while keeping that oppo percentage the same and so uh, his pull rate uh, jumped from 33 percent to 38.6 um, and hit fewer balls to center but um, again these year-to-year -year, um, discrepancies are likely within the margin of error and it's more convincing when a player puts up these same uh, spray data year over year because that gives you more of a sense for uh, their consistency so that's really I think um, a good sign for him and if again if we go back to his prospect grades um, you know his game power is currently rated at a 30 um, his ETA isn't expected until 2022 but uh, that 30 game power and that 30 hit tool are both um, potentially going to increase to 50 and 55 respectfully um, respectively excuse me um, and um, he's also considered a pretty average fielder um, and and has not awful speed at a 40 um, but yeah, he is currently ranked 15th on the 2020 report by Fangraphs in the Rockies system. So again, that gives me some pause. The Rockies, not not only have they not been great at trans at transitioning their top prospects to major league contributions, if you look at the Ryan Altapia, Ryan McMahons, Brendan Rodgers is a really a, a, a case to, to the affirmative there. Um, these are examples of players that have been, I think, blocked the major league level, quite frankly, and um, there's nothing that um, the Rockies would like more to see one of their players really take it, take the next step from the minor league ranks because that's where Trevor Story and Arnado and Herman Marquez, who was a little bit more seasoned, I believe he came from. Um, I have to check on that. He he was he was included in a trade. It might have been Tampa Bay that traded him away. I have to I have to double check on that. I believe it was it was Tampa Bay and the Jake McGee Corey Dickerson swap. Um, but again, I'll I'll check on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully he can be the first baseman that the club so desperately uh, needs production from, um, given their, their, their lack of certainty there since, you know, arguably the, the Mark Reynolds stopgap years and, and further along the, the Todd Helton times. Um, obviously, there have been guys who have played serviceably here and there uh, for the Rockies, uh, Ian Desmond played some time at first base and he's still on contract but he really has um, played his best game for sure um, and that's in the past so you know 20, 21 year old uh, first baseman who can also you can also play a corner is is something that they could use um, uh, excuse me I was still on got it never mind everything's the same I was just saying that he played the corner outfield that is still the chant the Chad Spanberger slide so he only plays uh, first excuse me um, that's right Grant Levine is a name that I remember quite well um, from when he was drafted he represents um, another guy drafted in that CBA uh, competitive balance round and um, overall you know he looks like he projects to be an all-field hitter, and so the the main issue with him and I think what we'll do is we'll look at consistency let's look at a trend graph here let's take a look at his isolated power 30 game rolling averages over the course of his career so let's take a look at how he impacts the ball and whether he has stretches 
where he does better or worse at that. And yeah, it looks like, wow, beautiful graph. I wish I could show it to you if this wasn't an audio-only show. Um, looks like it's coded in ggplot, which is an R program, or you know something of the equivalent, really elegant, and uh, basically has the months on the x-axis and isolated power on the y-axis, ranging from 0 0.00 to 0 0.250 or 250 ISO. And that ISO has really taken a tumble. Uh, even in 2018, he started the uh, post-draft. He started with a really high ISO. Um, it was close to 250. And it slowly dragged down. This is the rolling average again, right? So what it does is it takes, the, it takes 30 games for you to have a 30-game average, right? Um, so you won't have anything on this graph until the 30th game. And it looks like that falls right around the end of July, which makes sense. Drafted in early June, you probably get to the minor league facility a couple weeks later after you're signed, if you're luckily signed early, and you get your 30 games in there. So right right around August 1, July 25th, something around there. Um, so what you do there um, is then you basically uh, have a chain. It's like in football when you know a first down is 10 yards. Um, a rolling average just assumes that every day is a yard, for, or every game is a yard. And you're going to move those chains one unit every day. And the chains, instead of being 10 units long, uh, in this case, it's a 30-day rolling average, 30-game rolling average. So it's a 30-game chain or a 30-day chain or a 30-yard um, chain, if you want to use that football analogy, right? And it basically takes the average of only the things within that chain. Um, so, and to get more into it, I mean, I'm happy to um, field questions in the comments. Um, or on Twitter or however, but um, we see that rolling average start really high. So he really started hot in the rookie leagues, um, but that slowly, actually quite precipitously, tumbled down to uh, 0.16 ISO. Um, and then it took a jump again, and again, a 0.16 ISO is still quality. Um, it's, you know, again, that's the difference between a 250 average and a 410 slug, so that's that's nothing to scoff at. Um, in terms of it be, the fact that his rookie ball is, is that's really where you want to be, if not better. Um, but yeah, I mean, he keeps it he keeps it at a pretty stagnant level, around 0.175 for a while, and then uh, he really has a tough um, a tough late August and September because it drops that ISO below um, his average career ISO, um, and his average career ISO in the minors is around. Um, uh, 0 0.130, so 130, um, and that drops way below by the time the season's over. So he uh, he certainly struggled towards the end of the season, and it looks like that power was had difficulty um, returning when he moved up to A ball in 2019 as a 19-year-old. He was below his career average um, by the end of by the end of April. His ISO was all the way down. His 30-day rolling ISO was all the way down to. Um, you know, seven, you know, seven point five or point zero seven five. Um, again, he got hot as the weather got warmer um, in May and June. Those thirty-day averages were really strong. They were over point one five zero. So, um, and again, they tumbled again in July, uh, and that really represents the full graph. Um, so, for Grant Levine, you can go even further into August and September. Those, those months are pretty rough for him. So um, he's shown 
that he is uh, really at his best when um, you know he you know he's in the summer. It looks like he's a summer type player. I mean, again, that is not something. I mean, that's not a conclusion of mine. Uh, if we're just kind of grasping at straws here, but I think my the important part of this is that this is a tool that. Anybody analyzing minor league players should certainly use. It's prospectslive.com slash minor hyphen graphs. It's not my website. It's created by Prospects Live, and it's excellent. And I cannot endorse it enough. Um, and it has amazing tools. You can actually have a smoother on your graph for those who are into splining and regression. And it gives you a nonlinear curve that represents the rolling average of a particular stat. Or you can look at a prob not a probability distribution, but a distribution of outcomes. So if you have multiple seasons or even a 30-game rolling uh, average of a stat, like let's go back to ISO, you can get a distribution, which basically represents the probability that a rolling average will lie in a certain category. So, um, you know, and that's, and that's, for example, in 2019, um, the most common rolling ISO for Grant Levine hovered around um, 0 0.091, so right around his average, right? Because that's the whole point. An average of averages um, is the same thing as the average, right? Um, and that's another, I believe that's that's correct if you were to derive that in statistics, um, the mean of means. Um, and I'll have to brush up, um, but I believe from my statistics days that that is, um, my statistics days are, are still are still with me. I work with it every day, but um, uh, that is that is how you would um, make that determination. And there's just some really, you know, there's links to articles here. So what I'm going to do now for the final 10 minutes of our just quick 30 minute Grant Levine deep dive, I am going to watch some prospect videos. Grant Levine, YouTube, shout out YouTube, shout out. Okay, Grant Levine, the Bedford, New Hampshire native, drafted by the Rockies. Let's look at 2019 film in April. All right, this this is from 2080 Baseball. They have great clips. He was with Asheville in the South Atlantic League. This is from April 11th to 17th. Looking at BP, it looks like he has a wide base. Let me slow this down. Alright, so first thing you want to look at is BP, right? Because you can get as many reps on a swing, and it's usually his best swing. Um, again, obviously you want to get the player's feel for the strike zone and, and, and the game speed of the pitch and the ability to adapt to different pitch types and obviously the flow of the game. But I like to look, if I'm looking for mechanics um, at a baseline level, if a player does not look good in batting practice and this is on a repeated basis, that's a problem because they're not going to be able... They only, they only deviate from mechanics in the game. You don't get better at your mechanics in the game. Uh, you, you rely on maintaining the quality mechanics in the game, in my opinion. So let's take a look at this swing. So he has a wide base. Instead of a, a twist of the front leg, he has a leg lift. It's pretty slight. Um, and again, he has a really, looks like broad shoulders and a strong frame. Let's take a look at his first cut. There's a little bit of reliance on that um, yank 
So a lot of hitters, instead of hitting through the ball, they kind of yank to the pull side. And it looked like an arm-heavy swing. Not a lot of use of legs there, but let's take a look at another. There we go. Much better activation on the legs. You, If you've ever seen Bryce Harper hit, um, the leg leaves the ground. It doesn't quite happen here for Levine. And by, by the leg, I mean back leg. Um, and that sounds counterintuitive, but that is a really... Looks like he could even use some more back leg there. But he has a very smooth swing. I was saying it was all arms before, but he really gets the bat head to the zone pretty efficiently. At this angle, it appears that most balls are going to right center or center. I'd be interested to see what his swing looks like when he's focusing on hitting the ball the other way, because in batting practice, that's also a crucial kind of drill, especially when you're you know, facing the pitching coach in live, you want to pepper some balls to the left. Overall, the swing is pretty clean. By that, I mean there's very little friction through the zone. Um, and the rhythm is decent as well. So he has a little bit of a toe tap preset. Very quiet, however. Um, very quiet, and excuse me, not preset, but upon release, a little bit of a toe tap and a little stride um, towards, the, towards the mound. And he just puts, just throws his hands at the ball and makes quality contact. And in a lot of these swings, he gets some pretty quality lift as well. Um, I saw one swing where he's, his head came out. Um, obviously, it's key that a hitter can keep his head really on a pole, looking straight at the ball no matter where um, the ball lands uh, post-swing and whatnot. Um, but I think for a big lefty, the tendency is often to shift your weight in a non-advantageous way because of all the momentum you can generate, and I think he does a good job of modulating his weight. Um, he just got a he gets a lot of burst on that on those cuts. So again, let's get into some game film. All right, so he's a little bit more jittery at the plate in real life. It looks like he's just trying to lock that back leg. Um, not lock it, excuse me, kind of activate it. You want to have, um, you know, a lot of hitters think of, you know, pushing off of that back leg to go towards the to go towards the pitcher, and by no means lunging towards the pitcher, but just using that as a force, and that's certainly what you do. And I'm not a professional hitting coach, but I haven't played the game a bit. Looks like there's a little bit more movement in his in his cuts. Oh, and that's a great cut. He didn't look good on a foul ball that he essentially rolled over and hit his ankle foul to the right side, but then on the third pitch of the set bat, he takes a fastball and just serves it in a left field. And again, this is what we saw in that spray chart where a pitcher can, excuse me, where Grant does a really good job of, of spraying the ball to all fields. Doesn't try to do too much with it. Here's another one where we're behind the plate view. And he has that, I have to think of a comparison he has a little bit of a twist with his bat at the apex before he lands to swing. Um, it's not like Brad Hoppish. Um, Brad Hopp, obviously, former Rocky, trying to make a lazy comparison. But he almost has. 
He whiffs at a changeup there. Looks like he drops the in the bucket a little bit. Something he should work on. And another quality pitch in the zone that he turns, he just kind of spins into the dirt for a ground ball to second. So I think what what Grant has here, and we'll, we'll, we'll watch a couple more pitches, but Grant, what he really possesses is a smooth swing, physical physical tools um, to succeed. Um, I think bat path is a big is a big uh, improvement mark for him. Excuse me, like a room room for improvement definitely um, exists in that in that regard. As we saw him flip a ball in the left field and roll over a couple of right, these are pretty hittable pitches. Um, they should be served into the outfield. However, the balls on the inside corner should be mashed into the gap. Um, and while this is only a small sample, um, it may help for uh, Grant to get better at recognizing pitches. Um, as well as um, working on getting that bat path towards the pitcher, and um, it's hard to describe on the audio, but essentially getting that front elbow and using it as, you know, putting it on a horizontal plane towards the pitcher as you extend your arm out. Um, and that's his right arm. Again, just a thought. Uh, he looks like he a um, little jittery at the dish in his first few cuts, but he seemed to calm down. He has a good good rhythm at the plate. He's laying off tough pitches on the corner. Looks a little bit averse to swinging at the outside corner fastball, but then when he has to with two strikes, he puts a good swing on it, fouls it back. Wasn't late, just missed it. Final pitch of the at-bat, and we'll end on that one. He crushes a ball, fastball, high inside corner, and you know what? That's the type of pitch Grant Levine is supposed to punish. And so with that, this was the first episode of our show here, we're going to analyze a random minor league player using random number generators to determine what team and whatnot. Every show, we're going to pick a new one. And you know what? We might take suggestions from the crowd at some point, but it's been a real pleasure talking to you. I think Grant Levine is um, honestly, while he didn't show the power gains, we showed through his rolling ISO kind of on the decline, especially in the colder months. He has some work to do in consistently driving the gaps. Um, this is uh, something that he could obviously improve, but again, we what we noticed was a pretty good walk rate, 17% in rookie ball, 13% in the mate in uh, excuse me in A ball, not the majors yet. Uh, he could be a player for the Rockies. Um, he's a guy that 15th on their board, but I would put him a little bit higher because I know that prospect uh, class in Colorado is not as elite as others in the majors. Um, but I mean, again, I was impressed with the film, and he's. I think at this moment, 20 years old. He's 21 now. Well, time does fly without the 2020 season. He's 21, five months, still super young. If he makes his major league debut and makes an impact by 23 or 24, even 25, he's a player. Um, Grant Levine, first baseman prospect for the Colorado Rockies. We're going to do another one soon. Uh, my name's Anthony Argenziano. Thank you so much for joining me on this first show. We're going to do one as frequently as we possibly can. So you can hit me up at at Anthony R. Jens on Twitter. Um, you could also um, find my, I guess, you know, I'll just give you the Twitter. We'll start with that. And I'm um, going to have a YouTube link up at some point, and we'll work from there. But thank you so much for listening. And um, hit up these awesome sites, obviously Fangraphs, but Minor Graphs, YouTube as well. All right, everybody, take care.